Yeah, it's sports talk from the three bros. Something you can bet on like Pete Rose. And you better not miss it like some free throws. Giving taste is more accurate than Drew Brees throws. And it might get explosive like some C4. We just giving you a look inside the peephole. So if you got a weak take, you better keep those. And get your cheeks swole when you step into the ring with the Amid Bros. Before you know it, the Amiibos podcast is back for another mother week. I am one third of the trio, better known as the Amiibos. Here with my brothers, Jeremy 85 Jeremy. Here with another week of the Amiibos podcast. Shout out to all the listeners tuning in for us to us another week. Um, fellas, what's going on, man? What's the deal? Jeremy, what's what's popping in Charlotte? Um, coronavirus is popping in Charlotte. Uh, apparently, oh, we're up. Over 50%. We're one of three states over 50% increase from last week. Um, but, yeah, on to a brighter note, um, the Panthers got another win, so they're 2-2. Two and two. Um, Why is there a brighter note for me? Uh, because they won't get a good draft pick, so next year they won't be any better. Can't believe you're shouting out the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Just for the Charlotte listeners, um, you guys will finish a very, very respectable 7-9 and nine and go about your day. I'm happy, I'm happy for my former team. I'm glad they're doing well. <laughs> um, that's that's kind of weird though. When I was when well, I was listen, in uh, I, I, Charlotte for I'm, the fourth, it seemed like the mask mandate. Everybody was wearing masks. I'm a little surprised that it that it uh, went up like that. I guess they just were like f it, and you know. Well, last last week they went to phase three, so now I guess phase three was uh, threat level midnight. Uh, yeah, everybody was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> all good. Jeremy eighty five. What's going on, brother? Man, I'm doing good, man. I, um, you know, just. Enjoying life, getting getting ready for some uh, some great. I mean, I think right now my my sports schedule has just been amazing. I mean, throw throw in LeBron's about to win his fourth ring. Braves are in the NLCS after sweeping the Marlins and haven't lost a game in the playoffs. Clemson's number one in the college football rankings, about to play Miami at home. And my Texans, although we lost again last week, we won because that loss got rid of Bill O'Brien, which we will get into in a few. And so I feel really great about all my sports stuff, man. So I'm doing doing fantastic. I can't lie. Mm, okay. I mean, but are you really like? <laughs> are it, you really? Is Bill O'Brien really the really the, the the fall guy? I mean, maybe you guys figure out you're the Cowboys, and it really wasn't Jason Jason Garrett. I mean, that could be a it could, could be, be that, a, or it could be that Bill O'Brien is the worst coach in the history of the league. We'll see. Good luck. All right. Well, uh, we got a lot to talk about today, guys. Let's go ahead and get right into the shits. Um, let's start with uh, what do we want to start with. Let me pull up our, our little list. Let's start with the Lakers. Let's start in the NBA. Um, very, very good game the other night. Uh, it was 2-1. Lakers up, obviously. And uh, they closed the game out well. They ended up uh, you know, beating Miami to go up 3-1 in the series. Uh, let's start with you, Jeremy, on this topic. Uh, what do you think about the series? What did you, what did you think about that last game? And do you think that LeBron and uh, and team will close out Game Five? Um, first off, I want to start off by congratulating LeBron and the Lakers for winning the title on Friday night. I know it's not happened yet, as of yet for us, but by the time you listen to this, they probably would have already won. Uh, they are playing against um, a team that has three rookies, as you know, three of their top five players. Uh, the Lakers have yet to play a, a actual legitimate team. Um, so uh, playing against the Heat, that's, you know, an accomplishment within itself for them getting to the finals. Uh, they're the first team to be 75 or one or worse and make the finals since they started keeping that tab uh, about 35 years ago. So um, is it an accomplishment for themselves to get there? Um, I would think if they could get maybe one more player to come in uh, and make a little run. Um, with them, I think they could be a, a, a tough task. But as of right now, it is how it's been for the last 47 years. LeBron owns the East, and the East is terrible. Um, overall, watching the Lakers play, um, I I just watch them play and think, they didn't have to play anybody. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to be that guy. Um, the best team they played was the Nuggets. The Nuggets should have lost Donovan Mitchell playing by himself. Um, at the end of the day, this is literally the easiest path to a title anybody's ever had. Uh, they have yet to play a team that has a starter that's won a title before in history. The only good team, the only team they played where they played anybody who's a top 10 player in the league 
Uh, unless you want to call Jokic a top ten player, he could be borderline in the playoffs. But he is. Oh, wait, wait, Bo- wait, Jokic is borderline top Jer- ten. Jeremy, Jokic Jer- is not borderline top ten player in the league. Mm, what do you have? Eighteen points a game this season. I mean, like we're not going to pretend like like he's. But Jeremy, uh, you, you, you're going to points per game when they're the deepest team in the league. Like I, in reality, Jokic outplayed Jan, I outplayed Kawhi for that series. Like, well, Jerry, yeah. Jerry, it's hard to say he outplayed Kawhi because they don't play the same position. But what it's I'm hard telling to outplay, you is, like, like literally, who's he going against? He's going against Zubac. Like, I'm not going to pretend in like that series. But who, who was Kawhi going versus? He was going versus Jeremy Grant. I'm not telling you that 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 Jokic is top five player in the league. But like, we we're not going to act like Jokic didn't prove thoroughly. That he's a top ten player in the league right now. He didn't. Uh, I mean, did he look like a top ten player in the season, the series before? No, he didn't. Did he look like a top ten. Yes, he, he put, did. Jerry, Jerry, you just got done telling me that Dwight Howard is not a top fifty player in the league, and Dwight Howard put clamps on him. So at the end of the day, we're not going to. Dwight like, Howard okay, didn't put clamps the, on on Jokic. What he average? I don't know what he averaged, but the, the Lakers have three bigs that could defend him. So we threw a lot of bodies at him. We doubled him when he got the ball you to threw the post. One body at him. No, we didn't. Dwight Howard, that series, didn't play over 25 minutes a game. So the reality was we, we used him. We used JaVel McGee. We used Anthony Davis on him for, for some spurts. Like, I, all I'll say is this. All right, so the, let, tell me the person he's definitively better than. LeBron, Anthony Davis, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Steph Curry, I take Kevin Durant. James Harden right now. Um, who are some, some of the players that I'll put in the, in the top ten? Uh, Luka Doncic, um, I guess he's yeah he's right there he's top ten. I mean, oh, so, we're not going to skip that. You told me this week, so we here's one of the things that 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 annoys me about Jeremy is Jeremy has these guys that Jeremy loves, and they're typically either went to Duke or have this like Jeremy calls it out early, and I give Jeremy credit. He's hit on a couple of them. He hit on Kawhi when I didn't think Kawhi was ever going to develop into that guy. Jeremy hit on Kawhi. But Jeremy had this argument with me this week that Kyrie Irving is a better player right now than Luka Doncic. And that he's a better player than Jokic. He is. And he's, he's not. I'm taking like, Kyrie over Luka Doncic, dog. Come on, man. Let's Jared, not be quit silly. playing. Like, Jared, Jared, Jared has this thing of where he Kyrie wants to diminish everybody that plays for LeBron. No, no. Put this in perspective. Kyrie Irving, outside of his two years he played with LeBron in the playoffs, Kyrie Irving has not been the court, the the player that John Wall has been in the league. Jerry, Kyrie Irving, oh, put it, Jerry, put it Ky- real, real Kyrie's quick, numbers in, with with Kyrie, LeBron and without LeBron are, all, playoff, are absolutely one identical. Playoff run without LeBron. Kyrie's playoff run without LeBron is worse. That his numbers in that playoff run were worse than Paul George's were this year for the Clippers. Kyrie yeah, and that, it is. Look at their numbers. Last year in Kyrie's only playoff run without without Paul without LeBron, he shot. So he averaged twenty one points per game. He shot thirty eight percent from the field and he shot thirty one percent from three. Paul, what, George, what Paul George pa, Paul George averaged twenty point three points per game on thirty nine percent from the field and thirty three percent from uh from three. And clearly was a better defender than Kyrie Irving. So the reality is the narrative that we have from Kyrie is a narrative because of when he wait, played wait, with let LeBron. Let me ask you a question. Wait, 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 real quick. I'm going to give you two right, seconds. So the, the thing for me is Kyrie, when, when he was with LeBron, and Kyrie is a, as I've said for years, Kyrie is not a foundational player for a championship. Kyrie is a chandelier who gets you over the edge. He's the guy who literally when you have – if I have a job and I'm hiring for the job, I say, look, Kyrie, I don't need you to come in. I don't need you to work most of the days. All I need from you is once a year, I have this sales conference that's seven days long. I need you to come in and be excellent and be spectacular for four of the seven days. That was his only job he had with Cleveland because LeBron had proven the year before and the year afterwards that LeBron could carry a team through the East to the finals. And really, yeah, you keep own- saying he proved that. LeBron proved that that he can win with two other All Stars when he's playing in the East. Yes, he can. He's proved no, no, that. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. He he went to the finals in 2018 when Kevin Love was not an All Star and clearly not playing like an All Star. Oh, Kevin Love he- was definitely an All Star in 2018. Jeremy, Kevin Love that year was. 
if you look at his playoff numbers, I think he averaged 12 points a game. The reality and, and was, without Kevin Love that year, LeBron went Kevin 3 and 14. Love Kevin Love was, was an not an all star level player. Though. You said what? I said Kevin Love that year. Even if you we we say oh he made the All Star game in the East that year. Kevin Love in that playoff run averaged twelve points a game. Kevin Love was not a legitimate All Star caliber player in the playoffs. And them getting to the finals was was on LeBron carrying that roster. There were series where Jeff Green was the was the highest score, second highest scorer on that team. There were series where they were getting it from all George Hill, whatever. LeBron had proven the previous years that without Kyrie, he could make the finals. All hey, Jay, let me ask you a question. Who was the best be player LeBron had to beat in order to make the finals in two in 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 2018? Was it rookie year Jason Tatum or was it uh or was it um uh Kyle Lowry or DeMar DeRozan? Like who who did LeBron beat to wait, make wait, the finals? Here's here's the reality though. We look at the Celtics and Jason Tatum, yes, he was a rookie. Al Horford wasn't a rookie. Marcus Smart wasn't a rookie. Al Horford, Jerry, you just named a whole bunch of nobodies. Like, 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 really? We're talking about Al LeBron Horford James. All Star that year. Jaylen okay, Brown, so it's Kevin Love. Uh, but, but here's the thing: Kevin Love couldn't guard Al Horford. They had to take Kevin Love off Al Horford because Al Horford was busting him when they were playing versus each other, and Kevin Love couldn't couldn't score on Al Horford. The reality is this: I'm not telling you that LeBron went through some murderous role in the Eastern Conference. That's not the facts. But the reality was LeBron was good enough to get them to the finals. And the previous year, he showed he was he was good enough to win two games off the Warriors with his second best player being Matthew Dellavedova or Timofey Mozgov. So the reality was he needed Kyrie. Oh, no, 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 no. Jay, wait, wait, wait. wait you're, before you change the facts, did, did J.R. Smith not average 20 and 12 in the series going to the finals? And and was LeBron not completely off? Did he not shoot like thirty seven percent in the series against the Hawks? And was not J.R. Smith averaging like twenty and twelve? I, I'm not rewriting history, Emma. What was, was J.R. Smith averaging? He wasn't averaging no twenty and twelve. J.R. Smith's never averaged twelve rebounds and twelve assists or anywhere near that number on either of those. And LeBron dominated that series. You know how I remember it? Because I was at the games. It was in Atlanta. I, I went there with and Kyrie, the Kyrie. Only missed two games in that series, just by the way. Um, Hi, right, Jerry. Let, let's let's bring it back in, guys. Uh, Jerry, Jeremy, are you done with your your take on uh, the the Lakers being up three one on the Heat? Well, I, well, I feel well, like we went I, off on a huge tangent, yeah, and we're nowhere yeah. near the question. Yeah, I I just want to bring up one, one before you get back to it. I just want to I just want to okay. retort one of Jared's points. First off, this is why I always get on Jared about with LeBron. Now, Jared will complain and will say LeBron was not healthy after his injury. We're talking about LeBron last year when he. Completely missed the playoffs. Now, Kyrie was injured last year before. He goes back, and Jared always brings up his stats. Now, we could bring up LeBron's stats and how he missed the playoffs, but Jared's going to say he wasn't completely healthy again. You see how we go around the, go around the boat with that. Secondly, you, you left out the Kyrie average seven, seven assists game last year. Thirdly, LeBron proved last year he could not win without another top ten player in the league. Now he's got Anthony Davis. Now he's got a stacked team. They didn't play anybody. The best team they played was the Denver Nuggets, who should have lost if Boban – um, or not, uh, Bogdanovich would go, uh, would go down and play. At the end of the day, they haven't beaten anybody. Let me know next year when they play Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, when they play Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, what they're going to do. Because at this point in time, all they've done is go into the bubble and beat a bunch of nobodies. Uh, the best player that played was James Harden, and James Harden was handicapped by Russell Westbrook. So, so let's go through this real quick, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the Lakers. One, you said LeBron has, has proven he can't win all the top 10 player. That's got to be the dumbest comment you made. Because first and foremost, he made the finals two years ago. When I'm sorry, he's making the finals winning or no? Oh, so you're saying winning a championship. Okay. Well, then Pal Gasol clearly was a top 10 player with Kobe. So Kobe's never won a title without a top no, 10 player. No, he wasn't. Jeremy, you told me at the time Pal Gasol was the greatest foreign basketball player in the history of the league. No, better I said European. That was, that was not, that's, not, that's not true. Oh, European. European player. Okay, so you yeah. said he was better than Tony Parker. You said he was better than Dirk Nowitzki. You were saying he was better than any European player of all time. And Tony you can't Parker make the was not a top 10 player. Time that, that Chris Bosh was the top 10 player and Pau Gasol wasn't. That's silly. But next, I'm going to get into this season because I, I hate how everybody's changing the narrative because now LeBron didn't play anybody. But here's the question. Did you pick the Lakers to win the title when the bubble started? No, I didn't. I picked. Did you I picked pick the, the Lakers to win. to win when the playoffs started? No, I didn't. So the fact of the matter is, the the falsehood is that you're looking at a series and thinking, okay, well, if LeBron would have beaten the Clippers, it would have been tougher. 
And do I think the Clippers would have posed maybe slightly other matchup issues for LeBron? Yes. Do I think the Lakers still would have beaten them in five games? Yes, I do. You know why? Because Jokic proved what I've been saying all year long. You don't have a big to guard a good big. And Jokic dominated that series. AD would have guarded that, dominated that series. And one of the things that we can get into if we wrap this thing up, the thing about LeBron's teams and the things the thing about him is everybody had this narrative that, oh, LeBron was not a closer and blah, 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 blah. But here's the thing about the Lakers. The Lakers this year. Well, put this in perspective. Explain this, Damon, since he's not the closer. The Lakers this year in games where they've led going into the fourth quarter are 56-0, and the greatest mark in the history of basketball. That's not and, due to LeBron's closing. Yeah, well, answer this question then, Damon. If that's not due to LeBron's closing. You know what's another top four in this category historically? 2018, the year after Kyrie left, LeBron and the Cavaliers with Kevin Love and those guys were 50-1 and in games where they led going into the fourth quarter. Whenever LeBron has a lead, LeBron is like Tiger Woods in a major in 2000s. He's winning the game. And the reality is, we're looking at it. Who led led the NFA, the NBA this year? Are you really comparing LeBron to to Tiger Woods? I I am. They're both the GOAT. If you look at the end of the games this year, who was the person who led the NBA in clutch time scoring? It was LeBron. Who was the person who led in fourth quarter scoring? It was LeBron. And who was the person who played led in, in most minutes played in the fourth quarter? Oh, it was LeBron. That's okay, cool. Because it's LeBron. The reality is this. <laughs> LeBron gets in there, and you can say he leads in minutes. He's got to close those games out, and that's what we're not focusing on is that LeBron, even even last game, we and AD had a great clutch three late to put them up nine when they were up six, and he had a great block on, on uh, Jimmy Butler. But that game was a tie ball game at 83 apiece. LeBron scored seven straight points, and then wait, LeBron. Wait, wait. Go ahead, go what? ahead. I, 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 I'm just going to point out that LeBron played absolutely awful in the first half, and they were still up at halftime. That was they're not playing a good team. Like we don't have to. We're not going to pretend like oh man, they were happy to be tied, and LeBron took over. They're playing a terrible team. Like you, guys, you guys yeah, wanted I, to. I, 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 you I, I, guys wanted to give Kawhi Leonard take away from Kawhi Leonard for beating up a, a, a beat up Warriors team last year. That beat up Warriors team would have swept this, this Heat team you guys are playing right now. No, this no, Heat team is terrible. Like, like, here's the they thing. are terrible. Why? And this is this is the narrative. So Jeremy, explain this. Was the, this Heat team isn't good? But you didn't want to take away any credit. You told me right. You told me that Steph Curry proved he was the best player in the world. Because he won a title in 2015 when every team he faced had at least one of their top two players miss the series. You mean and like you Will Barton and uh, Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo and Bam Adebayo missed two of the five games they're going to have in the series. I will get like, uh, House and I mean we could go through like the Lakers are going like the right, guys, let's bring it back in. Let's bring it back yeah, in. Let's, let's bring it back in and wrap it up. In. First off, because if we're gonna start naming Daniel House and Will Barton, I'm gonna name Avery Bradley and I'm gonna name Boogie Cousins. We're not gonna go through these guys who are Boogie Cousins oh, got a torn ACL. Exactly. So I'm not we're we're gonna go through players who got hurt or players that missed the time. There's players on the Lakers on that side too. All I will say is this LeBron's gonna win finals MVP. One because of the fact that he leads the team in points, rebounds, and assists. He's averaging 27, 11, and 9 right now on 54% from the field. Two, I think one of the things that we're going to see is that the bar keeps being moved because LeBron has gained and beaten all of these arguments. The argument was, okay, LeBron LeBron can't win. Uh, he went to Miami, so he had to create a super team. He couldn't win in Cleveland. So he goes back to Cleveland and wins in Cleveland. Okay. Well, but LeBron J- J- had, Jordan, uh, that doesn't uh, change the argument. The argument, uh, the argument, uh, saying he couldn't win in Cleveland was, doesn't so, mean so wait, wait, let me, hey, let me you couldn't win with Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Love. That was not. That was never the argument. Kevin Love have won less playoff series in their careers than LeBron has won this playoffs. And Shaq won less playoff series in his career than than Carmelo Anthony without Kobe. And at the end of the day, that has nothing to do with anything. So the the reality is they won one one playoff series combined without LeBron. So let's not act like that. But even then, so then after you got to Cleveland, it was – LeBron can't win without the super team. He's got to have at least three three uh, all stars on or two three all stars on the team, including himself. So now he's playing with AD. Jeremy, who Jeremy told me was one of the top five most overrated players in the league. And today in a chat, Jeremy said Anthony Davis is Shaq 
is, is, is the equivalent of Kobe playing with Shaq. After Jeremy told me all last year that Anthony Davis was one of the top five most overrated players in the league, the, the argument's being moved. But hey, listen, yeah. it's okay. At, we get the ring. At, at, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll worry about that later. Who, who, who were the Lakers playing when they were playing with Shaq? We have to look at context. Let's look at who context of who you're playing. They were playing uh, the, the kid. They played in 2001. In the final, in the conference finals, they played a 60 win uh, Spurs team with Tim Duncan, uh, Avery Johnson, David Robinson. They stacked, stacked all the way through. Oh, don't, don't say stacked. No, because that's why you stopped the argument. David Robinson was old, Tim Duncan was great, and they had no wing defender to guard Kobe. Their wing defenders were old Terry Porter, Malik Rose, and Avery Bradley, and, and uh, Antonio Daniels. They Avery had Bradley. no person, Avery, not Avery Bradley, Avery Johnson. Avery yeah. Johnson, Malik Rose, old Terry Porter, and Antonio Daniels were their only players to guard Kobe. So, so they, that, that, team, that team had Terry Porter, yeah, Antonio Daniels, uh, Tim Duncan, that, that that entire roster. So the team won sixty games. That team, like Jared, Jared, here's the thing: you 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 would talk about the people who had no who, who's guarding LeBron right now? Bam, Bam's a center. No, Bam's a Bam center guarding Jimmy, LeBron. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's guarding LeBron for the most part. Overall, I'm looking at the series going. I mean, you guys literally aren't playing anybody. They played against. What about Scottie Pippen and the Portland Trailblazers? They played them. They're, they were a good team. Okay, I, cool. They should have lost. Played, they played the Kings. Oh no, 2001 they swept. Um, did they play? No, the, no, no. But they, they weren't good in 2001. In 2000, when you played them, they were a really good team. They were a 60 or 59 win team. They I'm were not the same team. They were the eighth seed or the, the seventh seed. Yeah, they were. Right? They were. They, they were actually the seventh seed, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because even as a seventh seed, and this brings me to my ultimate point: as a seventh seed, they won more games than the Heat were projected to win this season because the Heat are in the East, and you don't have to beat anybody to win a title this year. Thank you very much. I shall. Hey, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, my last question on this we can skip. So, as much as we talk about the Heat, how how good were the New Jersey Nets? How good were the, the Philadelphia 76ers? How good are these it, teams that, that like, like, it, we're going to have my point. That's what you, you, you're the one that brings up LeBron's no, no, uh, finals appearances. The, the we, is, we've been saying that forever. So here's the thing, though. Everybody has always, and this is why I say the, the, the goalpost has moved. Everybody always said, one, LeBron did this in the East. He couldn't do it in the West. Now he's done it in the West. No, there with was, Anthony oh, Davis. Then it was, then it was <laughs> Jeremy, Kobe with Shaq, with Powell, with LeBron. Jeremy, Jeremy, Powell is not with, LeBron, like Anthony with, Davis is a Hall of Famer outside of playing with LeBron. Powell Gasol yeah. without Kobe oh, Bryant, you would not know who Powell Gasol was right now. Like Jeremy, people would have forgotten Powell Gasol Jeremy, right now. He no, made no, one All Star team in six years. He was Jeremy, averaging eighteen Jeremy, and eight. You're saying, at you're best, saying he was Al Horford. He was twenty five. He was twenty five. Jared, what is Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis is twenty seven. Like I'm not okay. telling you, Anthony Davis isn't better than the, Anthony Davis is better than Pal Gasol. I told you that before the trade. But what I'm saying is, when Kobe was playing at that point, Kobe had the sixth man of the year in Lamar Odom. Kobe had Metal oh, World like, Peace, like J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith was a sixth man of the year eight years ago. He got picked up after not being on a roster for two years. Let's not compare. What well, well, I'm talking about him with the Cleveland. Did he not win with Cleveland? J.R. Smith wasn't a sixth man of the year with Cleveland. No, he went up with the Knicks. No, no, I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying, did he not win a title with Cleveland? Like, he was a, a year removed from winning of uh, six man of the year. In that series I brought up, he averaged 18, 8, and 2 on 50% shooting and 47% from three. And LeBron, shot, and LeBron shot 44% from the field, 23% from three, and averaged 28 points. At the end of the day, you had a lot of help. Uh, Tristan Thompson in that series averaged 12 and 11. Like, you always want to bring this up like LeBron doesn't have help. At the end of the day, LeBron is not playing against anybody right Jeremy, now. Do you realize, end, though, like, that 28 I, points per game on 44% shooting is like Kobe's Kobe's average for his career? Kobe shoots 45% for his career. He don't shoot no 33% season. threes. And then he shot 33% threes. That's basically Jared, Jared, the, Jared, the league is different now than it was when Kobe played. I watched LeBron the other night in a game day on a complete control. He's trying to win the MVP from AD. AD had gone off in the game. And in the last seven minutes of the game, LeBron took nine shots. He's trying to get his stats up so he can win MVP. Jeremy, Kobe day, didn't do that. No, Kobe, he didn't. Kobe didn't have his stretch where he had 40 straight points in like six straight games. And Kobe was up 25 points playing the full fourth quarter to get to his 40 points. No, this never happened. Happen. No. Jeremy, I, I'll put money on it. I watched it. 
Kobe, Kobe literally was doing that to keep that 40 game stretch going. I'm not telling you LeBron's not trying to win finals MVP. I will agree he has, but the reality of the situation is this. We keep moving the goalposts. We keep saying, Oh no, this is what, this is what we, we want out of LeBron. We want him to do it in The goalpost is moving the opposite direction because at the end of the day, We'll look at the goalposts and say, hey, LeBron could win in the West. So LeBron gets in the West. He doesn't win. He gets another superstar. And people say, well, people said he couldn't win in the West. Well, the argument was never that LeBron with another superstar couldn't win in the West when the Golden State Warriors are dismantled. Nobody ever said that. Because at the end of the day, if Anthony Davis and James Harden were on the team together, people would assume they could win a title. At the no, end of the day, win. they because would. Jeremy, they would. Answer, answer my last question. When Kobe played his first year without Shaq. Did he make the playoffs? You said what now? When Kobe played his first season without Shaq, did he make the playoffs? No, he didn't. Did that prove that Kobe couldn't win in the West without Shaq? Or did it prove that he got injured and his team was not very good? Jerry, that's a completely different argument. For one... No, it's not. It is. Because nobody on that team could make an all-star team next year. He didn't Karan have two Butler teammates. Made the all-star. And Jeremy, the only difference you have in that, the only difference is Karan Butler made the all-star team Two years later, and Brandon Ingram made it the next year. Because Karan Butler and, and next Kar- year Kar- averaged 19 points per game. What, what, what Karan Kar- 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 Butler next year averaged – and you see the All-Star game, he averaged 18. Secondly, you guys had two, two players averaging 18 that season, Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma. Thirdly, y'all, the, the Lakers were firmly in the playoffs – and their coach quit midseason because he was having health issues while Kobe was injured. Like that's a, that's a completely different argument than Jeremy. But we we had a terrible coach who I told you at the time was a terrible coach. And we'll look, and, and the, the reality is this: we keep changing the argument. I, I, I'm I'm done with everybody making their excuses about why all this that LeBron continues to do is oh no, well he can't do this and he does it. oh well that's not the same because here's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, well, look at the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference isn't that good. Look who LeBron's playing in the finals. But nobody mentioned who did Kobe beat in the finals when everybody kept talking about, well, Kobe's 5-2 and two in the finals. LeBron's 3-6. and six. Nobody oh, he's beat the same Magic team to beat LeBron. Oh, yeah, Jerry. And and we beat we beat the same Nuggets team that beat the uh, the, the Clippers. We beat the yeah, same Kawhi's team. Not, Kawhi's not a top 20 player of all time. So if you beat the Clippers and the Clippers <laughs> lost their night, then, the, then the Nuggets are better than the Clippers, which means we beat a team better than Kawhi's team. Better than the team you thought was going to win the finals. Yeah, but, but but at the end of the day, my thought was the war that the Warriors were going to come out and be healthy this year. They weren't. So congratulations. The, the, the Warriors weren't healthy before the season started, and the Warriors weren't winning anything, and the Warriors will never win anything else. At the end of the day, people want to say LeBron is the GOAT winning four rings with 17 all-star teammates, and Michael Jordan won six rings with five all-star teammates. At the end of the I don't day, care about how many teammates you have because the reality is this. Scottie Pippen and that roster was so much. One, the also roster has expanded since since then. Two, if you're looking at the teammates, Le- Michael Jordan played 12 years with Scottie Pippen. If you say, "Oh, well, LeBron played," Scottie was only All Star five years of those seasons. That's what I'm saying. But Jim, I don't care if he made the All Star team or not. Scottie Pippen was the was an All Star level player at that point. So, so, so when he was averaging eight points a game and coming off the bench, he was an all-star. No, not all 12 years. But once he made the all-star, from that point forward, he was an all-star caliber player. And so I don't want to hear, true. okay, well, Scottie no didn't make the all-star no team in, in, in 98 because of the fact that he, he sat out at the beginning of the year and then tell me that Mo Williams was a legit all-star. Like, I don't want to hear that. Jared, at the end of the day, as great as Scottie was, he never averaged as much in the finals as Kyrie. He never averaged as much as Dwayne Wade. He never averaged as much as Anthony Davis. That's pure Man. fact. Did any Ever. of those average more assists than Scottie Pippen? No. Did any of them better defenders than Scottie Pippen? Maybe Anthony Davis. The reality was, Scotty was, Jordan never led his team in assists because that was always Scotty's job. He never, and because he, he got never, a pass to Michael Jordan. That's the reason. No, it wasn't. It, and, and, and he always guarded the best, def- the best offensive player on the other team in the finals. That's facts. But let's get back into it though, JDZ. Let's talk about one of the best news. Of the last decade, the Texans get rid of Bill O'Brien. My team getting rid of the only guy holding back. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy like, real quick, do you remember you know, the, the saying that they talked about Dean Smith where they said the only person who could hold Jordan under 30 points was Dean Smith? The reality is the only person who could hold Deshaun Watson under 30 points per game is Bill O'Brien, and he's gone. Tell me. Does this turn around the Texans' season? No. 
The Texans are terrible. And it's not just Bill O'Brien. The Texans within themselves are terrible. And I want you to really let that sink into your spirit to where you really understand that you guys are not a good football team. You guys are among the same caliber team as the Jets, the Giants. Um, I was going to say the Vikings, but they just beat you, so you're a little below them. Like, what are you expecting to happen, Jared? I know you I know you have high hopes about your Texans, and you feel like this Bill O'Brien firing is really going to restart your team. I'm very, very, you know, sad to inform you that it doesn't matter. You're not very good. You lost to a Vikings team who didn't have their top two cornerbacks. Their number one safety got ejected for targeting during the game, and they weren't able to practice all game, all week due to COVID tests. And they were winless. Like, we're talking about literally one of the worst teams in the NFL, if not the worst. Well, I, can't, I guess it can't be the worst team right now. So. I was one of these people that said, look, the Texans are going to turn around. I almost bet the Texans um, to make the playoffs last week. I'm off that train. The Texans are terrible. They're not going to win. It's not Bill O'Brien's fault. Um, some of it is because he traded DeAndre Hopkins. But at the end of the day, this is going to be a train wreck. And it's going to result in you guys getting a very, very high draft pick next year. You guys are going to probably get Jamar Chase or another top wide receiver. And I expect you guys to have a bounce back season next we, year. We don't. Wait, one, let, let, let me cut you off because this is stupid. One, you're not talking about any facts. And two, you're completely wrong. First off, one, we don't have any draft picks next year because those go to the Dolphins. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. O'Brien. I forgot about that. Secondly, so that, that the incentive of that means the team and the focus of the organization is going to be to make sure they turn this around. Secondly, as much as everybody talks about, oh, yeah, well, the Texans aren't very good. The Texans were literally – sabotaged by Bill O'Brien. I think this is going to completely turn the season around. Let me tell you why. First off, our schedule lightens up significantly. As much as we should have beaten the Vikings last week, we lost to the Vikings because of three things. First off, we lost to the Vikings because of the fact that Bill O'Brien decided he wanted to call plays on offense, and he did a terrible job of doing it. He literally kept running the ball every every first down. He ran the ball out of, out of the seven or out of the ten for a 10 drives we had, seven of those drives, he started to play with a uh, run up the middle with David Johnson. The, the fact that he started every drive giving us a second and nine or a second and eight was abysmal. Secondly, our punt returner fumbled the ball inside of the red zone to give them points. That was a terrible momentum play. And thirdly, one of the things that I don't think a lot of people look at when it comes to the Texans, we... When you said Harrison Smith got ejected for targeting, he gave our starting tight end a concussion who didn't didn't come back into the game. So I'm not telling you that our tight end is better than Harrison Smith. What I'm telling you is George Ioka compared to Harrison Smith is similar to our our number one tight end who is one of our best playmakers in the middle of the field because we we have most of the speed and nobody in the middle of the field, him being concussed for the rest of the game. We play the Jags this week. I expect us to win the game. We're six and a half point favorites. I don't get that. After we win, I, I get it. After we win this game, we will play the, the Tennessee Titans coming off of a uh, five days rest after playing the Bills. Um, I expect us to win that game. And I expect us to get back on track. Do I think that we're going to make the playoffs? I don't know. But I'm going to be 100% honest. I expect our play, make, our play calling to be more dynamic. I, I want to give a shout out to to – J.J. Watt and to – and, like, Jeremy, let me just tell you about, like, we've had these conversations beforehand about Bill O'Brien being terrible. The news reports that I have coming out are absolutely – I mean, un – I mean, they're, they're, they're literally you, – you, you can't even defend them. They're undefendable. He, the, the reports are, one, he got in a shouting match with J.J. Watt and our defensive coordinator because, one – Bill O'Brien said that he does not want people to be happy in the locker rooms, period. Before the season started, apparently, there's a guy who was the player development coach for the Texans, and he fired him. You know why he fired him? Because he said, I feel like he gets along with too many people in the locker room, and we want people to feel like if they don't perform, they're going to get fired. This is not the mentality 
of a winning championship culture. Secondly, so, and, and, and when you look at it, they talked about everybody, they, they asked, one of the reporters said he asked multiple Texas players, did Bill O'Brien lose the locker room? Every one of them said he did. So then our defensive coordinator and J.J. Watt got in an argument with him before the Steelers game. And then apparently the offensive coordinator who he had given play calling duties to, he micromanaged all of his play calling and basically said, hey, look, you can have it, that play calling title, uh, that play calling duties in title only because I'm going to consistently tell you the plays I want you to run. So now we have a creative play caller who will allow us to be able to get more aggressive. We have a defensive coordinator who is not being micromanaged by Bill O'Brien, and we have a team that now has energy. And I believe the Texans will come and turn it around, and I expect us to finish at least 9-7 and this year. Maybe making the playoffs depends on how the rest of the the cards fall. Oh, my God. Jeremy, I'm not even sure sure the Texans aren't better than the Saints. I mean, no, the Saints barely beat no. the Lions. Let's, let's put this in perspective. The Saints won week one versus the Bucks, who had 11, had 11 penalties, and it was their first game together without any preseason. Then they lost back-to-back games, and then they won a nail-biter versus the Lions. Jared, no. Was it a nail-biter? Jared, no, no. You were down 14, and you won by five. We were down 14, and we scored 35 straight points. Yes, I, I wouldn't call that a nail-biter. But if you didn't get a first down on the last play – then they were going to get the ball down five down with six. a minute and yeah, a half. They go. were down 14. We were playing to prevent defense. They scored a touchdown and went for two points. At the end of the day, I, all I know is this. The Texans are a team that's Owen, not only just 0-4, which is bad enough. They're 0-4 against the spread. They can't even cover the spread when they're getting points. I mean, come on, Jared. The Texans were given points last week. That's why they didn't cover the spread. Uh, what about the first three weeks? First three weeks, we played the toughest schedule in the last 58 years, according to the NFL sure, Cut it out. <laughs> no, no, according to the NFL Records, this, I, yeah. I wouldn't put it past Deshaun to come out and win three or four straight games. Now, making the playoffs is a whole different story. I still don't think that they believe that they're the, that good of a team. If they thought they were that good of a team, they wouldn't be 0-4. Um, so let's, uh, let's keep it moving, guys. Uh, my boy Cam, my quarterback, caught COVID. Um, they delayed the game. The game ended up happening. Uh, Mahomes did what Mahomes does, um, and keeps one handily. Um, guys, what do you think about um, how the season's going to turn out? Because Cam caught COVID. I think um, what's the DB? Um, Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore. Stephon yeah. Gilmore caught, yeah, he I saw that he caught COVID as well. Uh, so, so let's start with you, Jared. Uh, let's talk about this uh, the pandemic. <clears throat> excuse me, and how it's affecting uh, you know games now. Well, DeMar, I think there's two things to discuss here. First off, you said Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes last week. And I actually thought he didn't play great. I thought the Patriots figured out a way to defend him. And this is one of the reasons why. Jared, did he put up 34? No, no, he put up. I want to say he had 26 and one of them was a pick six. I think he put up 19 points on offense. Cut it out, man. He did, but like the reality is, if you watch the games, I'm not telling you, I'm not taking anything away from Patrick Mahomes. I just don't. I think if Cam Newton played that game, I'm I'm confident the Patriots would have won the game. Um, they held him to to six points in the first half, um, two field goals, and I thought they they neutralized him for most of the game. And I thought the reason the Patriots lost was the fact that Brian Horry was awful and Jared Stedham was even more awful. And uh Jared Stedham still was not more awful. No, Brian was, you're, right. You're, you're right. Brian Horry was the worst. First off, how do you not know you have no timeouts? <laughs> like you're up. The reality is this. I hear all the time that oh, these quarterbacks, you know, we don't have Kaepernick on our team because we have these veteran quarterbacks who just know how to play the game. And that guy's so cerebral. But you know what? You're in field goal range with eight seconds to go with no timeouts. All your guys run into the end zone. All you got to do is turn and throw the ball out the back of the end zone, and you get to kick a field goal. And you you hold the ball till two seconds left and take a sack. It's utterly it's it's indefensible. So with that being said, Gronkowski is an absolute unit. Yeah, he is. He is. Oh my god. Um, but the, the, to back to the COVID aspect of it, though, I think this is why. Um, this the NFL season is going to have some flukiness to it, um, because it's going to boil down to this: 
Does your team have a star player that catches COVID? Because if they do, as we saw with the Patriots, it can go downhill really quickly. Um, I mean, imagine. Yeah, that's you know, crazy. The, the reality is this. I personally think the Patriots would have won that game with Cam. Uh, I, they were in the game. Literally, it was a one-point game going into the fourth quarter. At I think the score going into the fourth quarter was it ten to nine? Um, it, no, no, I'm sorry. It was thirteen. It was a. It was uh. It was ten. It was ten thirteen after uh after the touchdown from um from Stidham. The reality was, it's a possibility that them losing that game might have lost them the division. Because I think they're going to split with Buffalo Bills. So Buffalo's playing really well. If they split with Buffalo, then that extra loss right there may be the difference between, hey, I'm a four seed or a three seed in the AFC versus I'm a six seed in the AFC and now I have to go, or I'm a five seed and I have to go play wherever. And I think the reality of the situation is it could be the same thing for, you know, if if Lamar Jackson catches COVID, they can play with RG3. Sure, let me ask a question while you're going through. Go on. Do, you, do you think the Bills can beat – you think the Bills will beat Kansas City or Seattle? Because they, they have to play both teams. So, um, I, think beat I don't Seattle. see that as um, – I, I think they could beat Kansas City. Quit playing. I think this is the reality. Seattle, Seattle, quit playing. Seattle has a, 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 a bad, a bad defense right now. Um, <laughs> tell Jerry, uh, quit playing, though. Listen, Jerry playing too much. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Of, I was Russell Wilson. I think right now, him and Aaron Rodgers should be the leading candidates for MVP. But what I will say I is agree. this: they have the, Jamal Adams is out. They have their top two cornerbacks out. They, they, and and the reality is, they just don't have a lot on defense, and so. Do I think that the Bills with now Josh Norman came back last week as their number two corner? So with Tredavious White on one side and Josh Norman on the other side with that pass rush and those linebackers they have. It sounds like we're picking on Josh Norman a lot. Uh, oh, Josh, yeah. Norman had a, Josh Norman Khalil had a – Josh Norman had a – Mac is an did you see him? Did you see him hip-toss the guy earlier in the game? <laughs> he hip-tossed him like the British Bulldog. I mean, literally, <laughs> it's – and, and – and, and, to not get off topic, me and Jeremy had this discussion about like whether or not Jadavion Kleiner was a bust as a number one pick. I said, yeah. He said, no. And I said, Jadavion's excellent. But Khalil Mack is so transcendent out of that drive that it makes no, it seem like, dude, like he's well, just – I um, didn't know it was Khalil Mack when he like hip-tossed them because I was like, yo, a grown man, if you just got hip-tossed, you're going to get up and like try to like defend – like kind of come back. Yo, he took that jump and like turned his head and walked away. And then I was like, oh, that's Khalil Mack. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and I might – the, the, the reality is That would be like saying if, if Deshaun Brady? Watson went number one in the draft and he went over Patrick Mahomes, is he a bust? No, he's not a good no, Patrick no, but, Mahomes. But, 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 so but good. The, difference, the difference isn't that. If it was just Khalil, I'd be like, yeah, I agree. But there was – there if he re, if they redrafted that draft, he'd probably go around eighth or ninth. Um, That's not true. Stop playing. It, it is. I, I'm, I'm telling you, you go through that list and it's like Khalil Mack, C.J. Mosley – um, CJ Mosley's not going over JV CJ Mosley's like a four time pro, uh, pro bowler, two time all pro. I, and I'm not sure. Jadavion. No, Jadavion's never been an all pro. And Jadavion was an all pro, uh, in tennis, uh, was last year with Braymo before this year. No, I think, I think he was, uh, a, a, a pro bowler. I, I'm pretty sure he didn't make, I know we, we had, we had discussion no, with CJ Mosley and CJ Mosley had more all pros, more pro bowls, and, um, and, 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 and Atlas, but I got off topic. We'll get back. I think the reality is this. I think when you look at uh, this season, I think COVID is going to impact some teams significantly. I think somebody's going to catch it, and it's going to inf- impact their ability to make the playoffs. And, you know, there, you, the, the value of having depth, especially at the quarterback position. I, I wrote this on Facebook along with other things this week. But one of my things I said was, I mean, could you imagine only if the Patriots could have found a quarterback who runs a similar offense to Cam Newton with similar attributes, who maybe, let's say, won in New England and made a Super Bowl and, you know, was just sitting out there in free agency to be a backup quarterback to Cam and somebody willing to just take a backup role at this point in time in their career, but still a lot in the tank. I mean, could you imagine if they had that, a, a guy like a owner, oh, let's just say, throw it out there, Colin Kaepernick who could run the exact same offense that Cam has been running when Cam gets hurt. 
The argument that I that pisses me off the most is I've heard for years all these black quarterbacks who couldn't get opportunities, and we can get into Dwayne Haskins getting benched and all this, but all these black quarterbacks who once they lost their starting jobs didn't get backup jobs. And why did they not get backup jobs? Because we have a prototypical quarterback, and it would be it would be wrong. We would have to change a whole lot of stuff if we had a mobile quarterback as a backup quarterback when we have our entire game plan based around a, mo- a pocket passer. But all of a sudden, when all these – there's mobile quarterbacks everywhere. All these standstill, statuesque, terrible white quarterbacks like a Brian Warrior, Jarrett Stidham. I'm watching Trubisky and, and, and Foles, even though Foles is playing better now in the second half. But uh, all these guys get these backup roles. And a guy like Kaepernick – easily could have filled into this role and played significantly better gets no opportunities i think it's ridiculous but i mean you 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 don't take those chances you don't go after the best player because of politics and you know you get brian hoyer going out here um literally by the way last thing on brian hoyer brian hoyer took a strip sack where taco charlton literally tapped him on the shoulder like hey i'm here and then strip sacked him how do you get strip sacked when Sotako ran by him, grabbed his right shoulder, and ran by, and then came back? And Brian Horry is still holding the ball. Like, once you got tapped on the shoulder, you should know, all right, somebody's near me. I probably should throw the ball or move. Nah, nah, strip sack fumble in red zone. That guy. Yeah, so. All right, Jeremy. Um, I don't think this is going to affect them very much. They have the best coach in the history of football. They've got a great team around. Uh, I think Stephon Gilmore might might hurt them more than Cam because I think Stephon Gilmore is the only one on one cover guy. But Jason Jackson's throw, really good. Um, Jackson's good as a number two corner. I don't know if he's good enough to be a number one right now. Uh, and the McCordy brothers can can fill in. So I think they'll 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 put pieces in place. They had a lot of lot of COVID tests already. So uh, let's see how it goes. Overall, Jared, I think that point, um, while great it would be in nature, I I just don't think that's a viable option. Colin Kaepernick hadn't played in three and a half, four years. When he last played, he wasn't a very good quarterback. So um, I don't see that as being a, a viable it, option. His last year, he has 16 touchdowns. He, he, he won five of his last 30 games. So, But, Jeremy, that Jeremy, roster, play a full even when, and have, or, even or play, when he play 11 left. games and have 16, 16 touchdowns? 16 touchdowns, four picks. And the reality is this. You can say he won five of his last 30 games. The games he didn't start, they lost 16 straight games that he didn't start, which shows that was a bad roster. Jared, right now, teams could have had Jameis Winston. If you had an option of Jameis Winston or Colin Kaepernick right now, who would you take? I would take Jameis Winston. But but the reality of this is, is this. Jameis Winston wanted was a backup because he wanted to get a same similar situation to what happened with Teddy Bridgewater, who got $22 million a year. I think I don't think Jameis would have been like, hey, look, I'm going to go to the Patriots and play backup to Cam. I don't see that. I, I don't think he would have done that. I, think I don't reality- either, but Cam was really the backup, was supposed to be the backup coming in, and then he, he took off. At the end of the day, my, my thought process on that whole thing is, is that I would love to see Colin Kaepernick shine and have a great moment. At this point in time, he's been out of football for so long. I don't know if he would be effective. And I don't want the narrative to come out that he wasn't good enough to play. He was definitely good enough to play. He should have got an opportunity. But that time has passed by now. He's he's 32 years old. Like, at the end of the day, he's the not. The same amount of time has passed that Michael Vick was out of football for the dogfighting. Jared, no, no, that's not, that's not true. That's not true. That, Vick had Michael the first year he missed. And then, but no, no, Vick had a first year where he was suspended when when the trial went on. Then he had two years in prison. So he missed three seasons. So the only difference is the four weeks. That and, were, and let's not pretend talking. like Colin Kaepernick was as talented as Vic. He wasn't. Um, so Physically he was, but he at wasn't. At the end of the day, pick. Michael Vick was a transcendent talent. He was the number one overall pick. He wasn't as what? I, I said Vic. Colin, Colin Kaepernick was physically as talented as Vic. He wasn't as good as Vic. But Colin Kaepernick was as good of a runner as, as Michael Vick. And he had a bigger yeah, absolutely blasphemy. Nobody in life would ever who, say who, Colin Kaepernick was anywhere wait, near. Do, do y'all not remember Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick running for 180 Jackson yards in the NFC Championship? I, I, I do remember that. I remember, I remember nobody being around him. And Jared, Jared, saying that, that Colin Kaepernick is as good as a runner as Michael Vick 
It's like me saying Luke Walton was do, good do enough I, driver to basketball as LeBron James. No, no, listen. Please, listen, please here's, quit here's, playing. Here's what, here's what this is what you're, you're, you're taking away. Michael Vick was more elusive than Colin Kaepernick as a runner. But Colin Kaepernick was big enough to take a lot of that punishment that, that was, was putting Michael Vick out of games. So when I look at them as a runner, Colin Kaepernick struck fear into people, and Colin Kaepernick was not getting injured every other play. Like, like Mike Vick was yeah, having a lot. But, but, but here, Colin Kaepernick <laughs> was a decent player, but you make no, no, it no, we're not going to say decent player. Was. Like, like this, 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 this is the last thing I'll say on Cap. And it's not just that – if you want to make the argument that, hey, Vick was a better player than Cap, I agree with you. Here's the, the difference, though. Michael Vick's best years – not an argument. Well, here's not. the thing. The, Michael Vick's best years were not in Atlanta. Michael Vick's best years were after prison. Michael Vick's best years were with the Eagles. So no, when we, that's, that's, that, that's it's look, true. That's Michael really Vick finished second for MVP because Michael Vick is. is but yeah, that doesn't mean it's his best years. He had no help in Atlanta. That's the point. At the end of the day, Michael Vick in Atlanta was better than Deshaun is in Houston. If you really want to be honest with it, no, he, no, he, he wasn't. He, he just, Jeremy, Michael, Michael was. Vick, Michael Vick in 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 Atlanta. Even said he never studied playbooks and never read a defense. And as much as we want to talk about Vic, and yeah, Vic that was, was so electric. Vic, he was electric, and I, I, I take nothing away from him. We're not going to act like that team didn't have Roddy White on there uh, at the wide receiver. They didn't have T.J. Duckett and Warwick Dunn at the, at the running back position. They didn't have Algie <laughs> Crumpler. They didn't have Brian Fenneran. Who are and they? That defense, and that defense was top ten in the league. That defense had uh, what's my. Yes, they were. Wasn't my guy who played for Virginia Tech and then a, um, that, that, uh, Hall. He had Hall. D'Angelo Hall was a cornerback on that team. That, that team was legit. And, and this is how legit they were. When Vic, Vic left and after that, that fact, Matt Ryan was able to come in with basically the exact same roster and won 11 games as a rookie, which shows that that team was talented. Jared, first off, uh, Andrew Luck did it, and you told me it wasn't. It was because Andrew Luck was so good. We're not gonna keep changing the narrative and say this. At the end of the day, I can look at it and say, before Sean got there, they won, made the playoffs, and won the divisions two straight years. But you tell me, Sean don't have talent. At the end of the day, year Jeremy, after year, the talent. Jeremy, how much over. talent left though? The the difference is they won. They they were they won the division at nine wins back to back years with the number one defense in the league. Since Deshaun has gotten there, they are, over the last three years, the worst defense in the league. So we can't compare, all right, we have the number one defense, and we had J.J. Watt, who was averaging 20, 20 to 21 sacks a season, and they had, you know, uh, A.J. Bouye and all the, Brian Cushing and all these guys that are on the team to a team now that is last in every defensive category. Yeah, I, I just – at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I think from an injury standpoint, I think the, that – Teams have to be careful. Um, I think you're going to see this come up into the playoffs. I think they're going to end up putting them in a bubble. But at the end of the day, the Patriots are going to be fine. They're going to win the division. The Buffalo Bills have yet to play a single good team. And at the end Rams. of the day, that's what it is. The, right, the Bills, uh, I, I, said, I said good team. They almost lost to the Giants this week. The Rams are 3-1. No, no. The, 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 the Rams, Jared, 3-1 doesn't mean anything to me. They beat the Cowboys. They beat uh, the Giants. Who else did they beat? Uh, they uh, who they they dominated somebody. Oh, the Eagles. Two. So so they beat the Eagles, the Giants, and the Cowboys. That like that, that does not make you a good team. Okay. You guys want to talk about bets? Let's talk about bets. All right, Jared. Bets. So last week was one of the worst weeks in picks for me throughout this uh, time, and it's one of the worst weeks for, according to, to to Vegas, the Sharks had one of their worst weeks that they've had in the last decade last week. Um, and I, I got I, mean, I got bitter on a few bets. I'm gonna say one bet really quick that had nothing to do with this. Tar Hero, f you. I had three hundred dollars on the Lakers to cover seven and a half points. They were up nine. Tyler Hero came down, shot a meaningless three at the buzzer to hit it, to make it a six-point game, so I didn't cover F you for that. All right, let's get into the picks from last week. I had some that were just unfortunate. I picked the Dolphins to cover six and a half points versus the Seahawks, which is was the Sharks' number one bet of the week, and for some of the reasons I had. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick played terribly in the red zone, threw a couple picks, and they ended up losing by eight, so they lost the cover by a point and a half. Um, 
I had um, the Patriots, which I got sabotaged in. Um, it, it was it was it was a rough week. But look, no no need to fret. We are here to this week to get back to to even. I'm minus a thousand dollars for the season. I mean. Minus a thousand dollars for the week as well, uh, in my actual personal bets, but we'll get into that later. Um, let's get into the picks for this week. So, first and foremost, I'm going Houston Texans minus five and a half points versus the Jags. Here's why you take a team that had all the negative energy they had and you put positives there. I expect us to play significantly better. Uh, one of the things that I think about the Texans are our schedule is lightening up. This game is at home. It's versus the Jags, who just lost by eight points to the, the Bengals last week. I expect the Texans to cover five and a half. Book it. Next. I think this is going to be one of the easiest picks. I got the Rams covering seven points versus the Washington football team because Washington benched Dwayne Haskins 12 starts into his career uh, for Kyle Allen. Okay, great. Let's see how Kyle Allen looks. We saw how he looked last year once teams got film on him. I expect the Rams to be able to run rough shot over this team. Chase Young is out for the game. I got the Rams winning this game by a minimum of 14 points. Book that. Next, I got the Colts and the Browns even matchup. Uh, it's playing in Cleveland. Give me the Browns. As much as the Colts have played really good football this year, and they have uh, on the defensive side. I think the Browns have enough weapons where they can put some pressure on the DBs and secondary of that team, and they can run the ball with Kareem Hunt enough to be able to put that team at a disadvantage to be able to keep Phillip Rivers off the field. I expect Miles Garrett to be able to get out to Phillip Rivers. I'm going to take the Browns to win that game straight up. Next, uh, this is probably going to sound crazy, but give me the the the, the Cowboys minus eight and a half versus the Giants. Look. I told y'all before the draft that I thought Daniel Jones was better than people thought, but I said it seemed like what their pick design was was to draft Trevor Lawrence in two years and have Daniel Daniel Jones as his backup. Uh, that prediction seems to be coming together quite nicely. What up, Trip? I see uh, my little nephew on there. Um, sound like 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 uh, Snoop saying nephew. Anyway, um, I expect the Cowboys to mud stomp the Giants this week. The Giants have three offensive touchdowns in four weeks, so. Uh, I don't expect them to put up a lot of points. And lastly, the game I feel really confident in, I got the uh, the Dolphins to cover nine points versus the 49ers. The Dolphins are one and three. This is Ryan Fitzpatrick's probably last game of his career as a starter unless he wins. I expect him to be playing versus Nick Mullins and them to keep the game close. I expect the 49ers to win, but I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover the nine points. Book it. Huh. So that was interesting, Jared. I mean, um, I guess I should start off by saying um, I agree with Jared that, that a lot of the Sharks were really, really off last week, and they had a rough, rough week. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying they because I was not one of those people. So maybe you should have listened to me instead of the Sharks. I was four and one. Uh, one of those picks uh, that changed, and Jared and I had actually talked about it before. When they moved the game, they took the line off the board because Cam Newton was out. Um, we actually changed our picks. I changed to Green Bay Packers um, instead of the Patriots covering that line. So I ended up at four and one. Um, I had the Saints covering their line. Uh, the only game I had to, I had the Seattle covering the line against the Dolphins. The only game I did not cover um, was the uh, what was it? The Forty ers against the uh, against the Eagles. And that's my fault because I sat here and said, you know what? The Cardinals are a solid football team, and they beat the they beat the 49ers. And I didn't look at it and say, man, the Cardinals really suck, and the 49ers suck even more. And the 49ers beat the both both the teams from New York, and they lost to the Cardinals, and they lost to the Eagles. So they played four of the worst teams in the NFL and came out of it two and two. So I am looking at the 49ers as the most garbage of almost all teams in the football so I am not trusting them. Uh, let's go through our picture this week. I am plus 600 for the season. Uh, after this week, I should be plus 1,600. So, Saints, minus 7.5 against the Chargers, Monday Night Football. Book it. They will cover. If you do have an option and you're actually betting this, I shouldn't have to tell you this, but bet it down to 7. Uh, it only costs you an extra, 
you know, it, it should be a minus one twenty instead of minus one ten. Uh, going up to the next games, I am going to take Seattle Seahawks minus seven at home against the Vikings. The Vikings are terrible. Do not take any consideration into the fact that they played the the they beat the Titans or the Texans last week. They are not a very good football team. They are absolutely god awful. And bet them book it. Next, I am going to look at uh, the Carolina Panthers, who are plus two against the Atlanta Falcons, and say that is absolute nonsense. The Falcons look terrible. The Panthers have won two straight without Christian McCaffrey. And uh, not saying that it has a, a correlation, but um, I think the I think the Panthers keep it going. I think they're able to beat the Falcons, um, so that two points doesn't scare me at all. So I am going to go ahead and say book that as well. Um, moving right along, the Miami Dolphins plus nine points against the 49ers. Give me a break. They'll probably win the game straight up, so I don't want to see that. Uh, and lastly, I am going to go to Indianapolis Colts. Um, straight up against the uh, Browns, mainly because it's the Browns, and the Browns got hype. They gave up a whole bunch of uh, points uh, right after the game was oh, what are they, 40, 41 to 14, and then they get back to 38 to, 40, to 41 uh, at the end of the game. I think the Colts are going to win that game, so you can put that down as well. Book it. All right, let's, uh, let's switch into uh, what happened in the last week. As far as uh, you guys bet, so I see that Jared's uh, down six hundred last week, down a thousand for the season. Ooh, uh, that doesn't that doesn't seem seem too good for you, brother. Uh, Jeremy's up six hundred last week and up four hundred for the season, so a nice bat, nice bounce back for uh, Jeremy. Uh, Jared, what do you have to say about this, man? Uh, it seems like you uh, are not having a, a good season so far, as far as your picks. What's, what's, what's going? What's going on? Well, well, listen, as I mentioned before, it was, a, it was a rough week. It was a rough week for me and the Sharks. Here's what I look at, though, man. You, you know, it's that me and the Sharks. <laughs> me and, I mean, we, we swim together, man. And the was reality it, was, is. Was it the baby Sharks? No, no. It's, I, all I can say is this. Jer, Jeremy, uh, over the last three years, has had the lead uh, in picks, I think, combined like six weeks. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. I, I, I think the reality is this. Usain Bolt usually started off slower out of the box than the most sprinters. The problem is once he hits his stride, he's running so much faster than them. It doesn't matter. And that's, that's what it is. We're just, we're just getting up to speed, hitting the stride and, um, you know, we'll make it happen. All right. Well, we're going to see what happens, man, because definitely, uh, you need, you need a, a tough bounce back. Uh, Jay, what do you guys say about your last week, man? A solid up $600. Uh, nice bounce back in the plus for the season, four hundred bucks up, man. What do you guys say about it? Overall, just listen to me. You guys know what it is. At the end of the day, I'm gonna give you the picks that are gonna help you make money. I told Jared and Damon and the rest of our group bet Jimmy Butler under forty one and a half point three rounds and assists. That last assist to Tyler Hero put him at forty one. Therefore, I got the cover. Hundred dollars one. Book it. Uh, probably bet some more of the, pro- the player props going into tomorrow. Uh, I mean, the player props are just so easy. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, make some of them happen. So that's it. <laughs> All right, guys. We're definitely going to see if Jared can bounce back after uh, being down a stack, man. So you got some catching up to do down 1400 bucks to your brother. So we got a, a lot to lot to figure out. You, you want to say something, Tripp? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, on that note, guys, uh, we're gonna wrap it up. Definitely gonna 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 be interesting seeing who uh, pulls out this Tampa Bay and Bears game. But uh, make sure you guys follow us on all uh, social media platforms. Uh, IG handle is a Me Bros underscore podcast. Um, any any parting thoughts for the listeners before we get up out of here, uh, fellas? Yeah, I, I got two parting thoughts. One, um, Demar Derozan was just talking. Um, and a, and a po- podcast tonight, and he talked about you know when he played LeBron and how locked in LeBron was in the fourth quarter. And he said there was a play that the Raptors were running, and he said when the play was being run, uh, the his teammate forgot what the play was, so the teammate yelled to Demar, "What play are we running?" And LeBron said, "Y'all running this where this dude does this and this does this," and he explained what the play was ahead of time. Um, 
that's just, I mean, that's insane. And I, I know they're like, I'm not sure. Before Kobe died, Kobe used to do the detail with ESPN, which was amazing to watch because he would go through and he would uh, break down different footage. And I, this is what I see here. And I remember watching it and being like, um, you know, that's ridiculous. Uh, but like that, that kind of, I, I love hearing stories like that because not just to him, but whoever, because of the fact that that's just ridiculous. Secondly, guys, we got our first really prime time big football game this week. Now, I know most people are probably thinking, oh, yeah, normally at this part of the season, this is the week for Texas versus Oklahoma. It should be a good game normally, but both teams are terrible. But this week, we got the U coming into Clemson. Miami looks really good. I'm not nervous about us winning. But I am nervous about it being a really close game because they have some studs on the defensive line. They have De- uh, Derek King, who I told you guys before the season, the transfer from Houston was really good. Um, the only question I have is Derek King is at Miami. Kyle Trask is at Florida. Kyle Trask looks like he's going to be a second-round pick. Derek King will probably be a later-round pick. Both of them played at the same high school. Um, can, can y'all spread out talent? I mean, Kyle Trask, before he started last year at Florida, his first start was his freshman year in high school, and then he got beat out by Derrick King. And he did the, the the noble thing, which was to stay as the backup quarterback for three years. But, you know, hey, get, get ready for the game. Get your popcorn ready. Jeremy, any parting thoughts for the listeners before we get up out of here? Uh, no. Um, my parting thoughts are that the – Tampa Bay Buccaneers are about to lose, apparently. So let's go. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't bet that right now. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll definitely be back again next week, guys. Uh, be safe out there. Wear your mask, and we're out.